How about that lab-grown meat? Oh, no, nah, forget the lab-grown meat. Let's talk about Mexico, Mexico City. You have to talk oh. about your experience. So I have I went to Mexico City. It was a lot of fun. I didn't go any to any, like, official, like, vegan restaurants, but I had some really yummy vegan food. Like, I had some vegan enchiladas that came um, in a very attractive presentation. It was like the, you know, if you look at a color wheel, you know, green and red are on opposite sides, so it was like... These green enchiladas with avocados on top, bathed in a red sauce. It was delicious. And then I had these like really interesting like deconstructed tacos that just looks kind of like a science experiment. A robot explains his food. Yeah, more or less. Um, How did it taste? Had, it tasted really good. The the enchiladas were spicy and filling, and the tacos. I, you know, I, I think they were more for aesthetics, but they tasted fine. Did they taste like the crunch wrap at Taco Bell? I mean, if I'm really being honest, I prefer the vegan crunch wrap. But uh why? Cuz cuz it's more filling and like, you know, hits the like childhood memories and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, the vegan crunch wrap was a was a moving experience for me. <laughs> but um and then I you know, look, I went with my cousin and he's a little bougie, so like we ended up going to these like Fancy restaurants, which is just not my scene. But you, you know, the, a fancy restaurant. Did they treat in you like City, dirt? <laughs> no, they treated us fine. <laughs> oh, a that's fancy good. restaurant in Mexico City costs less than a fast, fancy restaurant in Los Angeles. Um, anyway, uh, oh, I had a, a really good vegan risotto with some like homemade cashew type cheese. That was so, really do you good. speak enough Spanish to yeah, say like? I speak- Enough to get around. I speak like transactional Spanish, like I can negotiate prices and ask for things, but I don't speak enough Spanish to have like a philosophical discussion. How do you ask for a vegan option in Spanish? Uh, ¿Usted tiene algo vegano, por favor? No. Oh, lo siento. <laughs> then I would, I would like maybe like clarify. Uh, ¿Usted tiene algo sin queso, sin crema, sin... Uh, Sin carne, sin huevos. You know, like I'd list all the things I don't want in it. But I think actually the word vegano is like very well understood in Mexico City. And so what did you see there? You saw a lot of like uh, ruins and Oh, uh, yeah. I, had a, I, I saw some really cool stuff. I saw um, Teotihuacan, which is like this uh, Mesoamerican city. It actually predates the Aztecs by like a thousand years. It was like, you know, the you, it started in like 100 B.C., and so they had it was like this really complex society uh with a population of like over 120,000 people like they had like social classes and it you know these big pyramids it was like a big bustling city and it was in fact like the largest city in the Americas for a long time until it fell around like 500 um AD so it's time for the lab grown meat experience are you going to try lab-grown meat? It depends on how it's grown. I'm confused. Okay, it's um in this scenario, they just found a feather on the ground <laughs> by a well-kept chicken and then cultured its stem cells forever. Would you eat it? Yes, of course. Okay, fair enough. I mean, if they can show me the chicken and, you know, yeah, how long you the chicken lived. That this is real. Okay, fine. Um, I'd be I'd be a little grossed out. I don't know if I could want to eat it, but I don't have any moral qualms about it. The problem is I don't trust a lot of the characters involved mm. because I've had 
um, situational experiences with some of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, so the FDA approved the sale of lab-grown meat for two companies. Witchens. One of them renamed itself. So uh, you'll see. I, anyway, this is, a, this is in the Scientific American. Lab-grown meat approved for sale. What you need to know. Cultured meat grown from real animal cells will soon be available in restaurants in San Francisco and Washington, D.C., not Los Angeles. It's already available in Singapore for a while. Singapore meat was, was made with FBS, I believe, which is the fetal bovine serum, but I'm which not sure. They have to kill them? I mean, I think there's an animal origin from there. Like, the, maybe they use meat. They, they use, like, the mm. muscle tissue or something. Yeah. Okay. So this new one does not use this yuckiness? It's 100% unclear, but let's, let's go with this. Let's At long this. last, a sandwich made with lab-grown chicken may be on the menu. At least if you live in the U.S., Last week, the United States Department of Agriculture granted its first ever approval of cell-cultured meat produced by two companies, Good Meat and Upside Foods. Hmm. Both grow small amounts of chicken cells into slabs of meat, no slaughter required. It was the final regulatory thumbs-up that California-based companies needed in order to sell and serve their products in the U.S. The approval come. Go ahead. No, I'm saying like this all sounds good. The approval comes less than a year after the Food and Drug Administration declared the company's products safe to eat. It represents a major milestone for the burgeoning cultured meat industry. But it doesn't mean lab-grown steaks will be hitting supermarket shelves tomorrow. For now... Both companies have been given the go-ahead to sell strictly chicken products at a select handful of restaurants. They'll need additional approval to market cell-cultivated beef, pork, or seafood. Okay, here, here it goes. A character that we know and love is going to come up in this next paragraph. Is his name something that ends with brown? Uh, one of them. One of them. You'll see. Okay. You'll see that he, he changed the name of his company. Okay. Or it's a different company. Around 90% of the U.S. population eats meat regularly. But a growing number of Americans harbor concerned about the current meat industry's environmental impact, which accounts for 14.5% of the global carbon emissions. Massive livestock operations can also be breeding grounds for harmful antibiotic-resistant bacteria. What's more, they generate tons of waste and can pollute local waterways with nutrient runoffs from manure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all true. The animals themselves often live relatively short lives, confined to cramped cages and standing in their own filth. Yeah, that's good. Miserable. We think the current way of producing meat is the very tip of the spear of all these harms says Good Meat CEO Josh Tietrich. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Tietrich. <laughs> Josh Tietrich started Hampton Creeks, and then he also is the man behind Just Egg. Yeah, Eat Just is now what? Upside Foods? Or maybe he just... I, no, I it's Good Meat. Has, 
Good Meat. I would it's, imagine he just has a, another. It's a separate company. Well, no, it used to be called Eat Just. Yeah, yeah. Well, you sure it's not just another company that he founded? I think it's Eat Just is now off. Good Meat. Oh, okay. It's, you don't think he just spun off Good Meat from Eat Just? Who knows? It doesn't. I, 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 I mean, basically, Eat Just was the synthetic or lab-grown yeah. meat division. Okay, got it. And now got it's it. Good Meat. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. It's, what What do you like better, Eat Just or Good Meat? I think Good Meat's a better name. Good Meat than... is clearer. It's like, what are you selling? It's Good Meat. Eat Just? I don't know. That's a, you know, justice is a very abstract concept, and everybody has a different idea of what it should be. So I think Good Meat is clearer. Is a Josh Tietrick is a very abstract Silicon Valley guy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, you can read about Josh Tietrick and all the different... He's an interesting character. He, he, he uh, started his company, Hampton Creek. There was a lot of drama with that particular company. And now, and, and then also, I mean, maybe a lot of you people know and love Just Egg. They recently had a bunch of layoffs. They layoffed like more than 20% of the company of Just Egg. Uh, but I mean, it's still there. It's still, uh, you know, it's still around. Anyway, and now he's, I guess this is another a golden goose perhaps for our, for our Silicon Valley entrepreneur. Uh, you know, if it saves a chicken, I'm all for it. Now, he's the one that did the the um the chicken feather thing, where he's like, right. like we're going to. That was the eat just thing. Yeah, I remember. It, it all came back. I don't know what the name of the chicken was. Ernie, Charlie, whatever. Their chicken had a certain name, and he's everything came from one feather. Like mm-hmm. that was, you know. So it, they were just harming one feather. The supposedly. immortal life of Henrietta Lacks. However, chicken form. yeah, Upside is saying something a little different, which maybe oh. is related to the other one. I don't know. Maybe they're doing the same thing or different things. Correct. Let, let, let's, we're getting into it here. Still, people are drawn to eating meat for a variety of reasons, such as cultural significance and tradition, or its nutritional value as protein source, not to mention its taste. Cultured meat companies which build themselves as sustainable and cruelty-free, hope their products will offer a way for meat lovers to enjoy a juicy burger or fried chicken with a clean conscience. I put myself in that category, says Amy Chen, COO of Upside Foods. We call ourselves conflicted carnivores. Okay, listen to this. This is interesting. A lab-grown chicken nugget starts the classic way with an egg. Food scientists sample stem cells from a fertilized chicken egg and then test the cells for resilience, taste, and the ability to divide and create more cells. Next, the scientists can freeze the best cell lines for future use. So they're taking this... Now, now again, we don't know whether or not it's upside or whether or not it's good food. But they're saying that they're actually getting the stem cells from a fertilized chicken egg. Hmm. And from my upbringing as a young budding vegan, that's not vegan. Um, or is, is the, it? Is the chicken embryo conscience? Well, it's a fertilized chicken egg. Yeah, but 
this goes back this is like the abortion debate like the is chicken it, or is the a clump egg of, uh, no no is this a clump is a clump of undifferentiated cells an individual i i don't know depends how far along it is in its gestation oh my gosh i didn't know you were like so right wing mike keller no i i was just saying the way you know you're actually your perspective you just said was the right wing perspective you said a fertilized egg is a chicken so you, technically, you're the you're the Republican now. No, 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 you're the Republican because <laughs> you brought I, what, you said the what, A word. Uh, what I said was this reminds me of that debate. Yeah, I didn't even true. have a position, and your position was the right wing position. Okay, well, maybe deep down inside, I'm a right wing <laughs> human. Be. Yeah, no. So I was I was actually just asking at what level of gestation is that fertilized egg that they're testing on i mean ultimately if the you know if they're sacrificing one chicken it's not great but if it's just you know continuing that cell line forever to keep on getting an egg and turning one egg into each chicken yeah that's they just the, do it the old-fashioned de- way defeats the purpose right <laughs> sort of i mean i don't know it's interesting though it's but, an interesting uh, in quandary. general i think the net return on all of this is a positive if it reduces harm right, and there's right. less chickens in the factory farm system because of it, a lot of vegans are taking kind of a militant stance against lab-grown meat. I see really? it. Really? I, yeah, I see it. That's weird. I, I mean, because some people are never going to stop eating meat, so it would be good if they ate meat that didn't come from a sentient being that cried. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that they're making a chicken from an egg because that's how it goes. That's how they. Make yeah, the it is from... funny, but it, I mean, it, it would be nice if it's just the one egg in the beginning, and they no longer had to do that. Yeah, they're not very specific about what good meat does, other than they're using an extruder and they they press the meat and a nugget into like a shape, like pretty much most of the mystery meat nugget stuff. Right. I mean, I I think that the real the real concern is scaling and all, all sorts of other elements i mean maybe we aren't the customers for this no i don't we aren't uh we definitely aren't but i'm glad that it's happening because i you know want to capture other customers who seem to be pretty stubborn i don't a hundred percent trust josh Tietrich. <laughs> i know that <laughs> i don't 100 percent trust anyone i don't know but i don't know him so i'm just gonna leave that I'm just not going to pass judgment. Okay, let me just finish this up. Uh, if cultured meat is both slaughter-free and better for the environment, will any vegetarians adopt it into their diet? We have a range of views, says Richard McWayne, chief executive of the Vegetarian Society of the United Kingdom. Some vegetarians are so stoked about the prospect of cell-cultivated meat but the other half would prefer to avoid it, according to one poll. Acceptance is a little higher for the rest of the public. Nearly two-thirds of the U.S. citizens are at least willing to give lab-grown meat a try. And uh, anyway, so that's, I mean, it just goes on, but I mean, I I, I don't know. The, The situation is, I think, even though this particular lab-grown meat has been accepted by the you know FDA I think there's still a lot of tech that has to catch up and you know we'll see how you know how it goes I mean you know yeah I mean, these things like they start out slow and then it becomes exponential and it shoot you know like it, 
it could really take off in the next few years. And I hope it does. But what's really interesting is it's a lot about education and, and like winning people's you know, hearts and minds behind this, you know, behind this, because, because a lot of people are, um, you know, obviously fearful of, you know, the way things are, you know, science creates things. Right. As well they should be, because sometimes science can create some scary things. Would you eat lab-grown meat that came from a, a single I, fertilized egg? I, I mean, I, just for the grossness, I wouldn't. But um, do I have a moral qualm about it? I mean, I think if it was just one egg in the beginning, there's no problem. If they're constantly having to get fertilized eggs, that means they're probably keeping chickens in factory farm settings to create those eggs. Well, that's the situation with FBS and lab-grown right. you know, so cow that, meat. Yeah, that kind of defeats the purpose. But if it's just a one-off, um, then it's probably fine. Yeah, but when you say it defeats the purpose, it does reduce harm because instead of you know a, a huge amount of cows, a, a smaller subsection of those cows are utilized. I guess, but tell that to the cow that's utilized. That's right, but I'm saying that it does reduce harm. Sure, but I get that. But you know, taking a life is still taking a life. Ideally, you don't want to do that. Yeah, but the situation is is that we're in we're in a, we're in a place where you know billions of animals are being killed. Would you rather Would you rather millions of animals be killed than billions of animals be killed? Yeah, I mean, I, that's a utilitarian. You're basically giving me the trolley problem. Um, and sure, from a utilitarian perspective, I'd rather have... I'm, I'm not saying that we have to eat the food. Well, actually, I'm no. saying you have to eat it because we're right. gonna, we, have, we have to do it for views, Mike Keller. I'm not going to eat it, but um, sure, ideally, like one death is not as bad as 100,000 deaths. Um, again, tell that to the one person who's dying. But yeah, this is the trolley problem. A little crime is still a crime. But sure, it's smaller than a big crime. I, I get what you're saying. There's no real answer to this. So, all right. Well, thank you, Mike Keller. This was amazing. Thank you're incredible. You. You're incredible. Talk to you soon. No, thank you. You're incredible. I am the dirt under your feet. No, 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 no. I would always okay. give you good service, Mike Keller. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, have a great day. 